Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast. I am your host, Becky, and this is your high vibe weekly dose of inspiration, motivation, and empowerment to help you shush your inner critic, break through your limiting beliefs, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way, and fearlessly step into your power. This podcast has been created to help you build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places giving you the confidence and drive to live your most lit up life through this podcast we hope to give you actionable tools to take away and tips that will show you the way to turning your dreams into reality and becoming the best version of yourself this is for the dreamer the believer the go-getter and the inspired it's time to get lit Episode 31, how I went from corporate to entrepreneur in a career that lights me up. Hey, and welcome to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a business that you are proud of, a life that you love, and a mindset that will take you places. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing with you exactly how I went from corporate advertising manager to entrepreneur with a career that truly fulfills me and lights me up. Now, over the past few months, we have supported so many women within our community to help them navigate through changing their careers, start really thinking about what their purpose is, start really assessing what it is in their life that they truly want. What I hear a lot of when I'm speaking to you guys, whether it's in my DMs or with clients or at events, is I hear a lot of, I feel a bit stuck, lost, bored and demotivated. Um, I know I want to do something else, but I'm not quite sure what that looks like. I'm afraid of losing the stability that I have with my current job, or there are some of you who absolutely despise your job and it brings you down into a negative energy, um, but you can't get motivated to do anything about it. I hear it all and I hear you all. Um, I think we are becoming more and more accustomed to knowing that life really should be about fulfillment. It should really be about, I hate to use the word should, but it it should have loads of juicy purpose in it and excitement in it and love for what you do in it. And career changing is becoming an incredibly hot topic because so many of us are now starting to see what is available to us out there when we raise our vibration, when we remove all of our self-doubt, when we start to work on ourselves and we start toward, to move towards a life of more purpose and fulfillment. So we are starting to actually realize that 
what we once thought was successful, what we truly thought was the definition of a good job, we're starting to see is no longer what perhaps the truth is. A lot of the women that I tend to work with or we tend to attract within our community and and you guys that are listening to this podcast, you're high achievers, you've kind of probably always had a big dream, a big goal. Um, Most of the women that we tend to attract do really well in their jobs and they've kind of got to a point where they followed a career path that they always thought that they wanted and then they've got there and it's not filling them up in the way that they once thought it would or that they perhaps expected Um, and they're like huh there's something missing here and that was me for a very very long time and you know this goes beyond career change this goes beyond success in my business we have had an incredibly successful year the bit that lights me up and the bit that fills me up and gives me more purpose and keeps me continuing coming up with new ideas to support you guys is actually the bit that is the work, the bit where I hear from you guys and you say, you know, I've achieved this or I've done this because I listened to this. And actually, the more and more successful we get from all of those things that I once deemed as my goals, i.e. our revenue in the business and the amount of women that we reach, I actually can't, it doesn't physically feel how I ever expected it to feel. It doesn't feel as exciting to have those huge launches with big revenues coming into your business because those were the old ideals I had around what success really meant. And success for me now looks really different. So the biggest thing that I think we are starting to move into and something we really want to support as many of you guys as we can on is really trying to find a career that lights you up. Now, that doesn't have to be as a coach in the wellness industry. It's just any job where you wake up in the morning and you're excited to go to work. You love what you do. It fills you up. It doesn't feel like work. So, you know, I, I am aware that most people listening to this are wanting to move into, you know, or have thought or indulged in the idea of working for themselves. But all of these principles that I'm applying do absolutely apply to just a career change. Um, but you see, the thing is, is I really just believe that life is too short to wake up every day not doing what you love. And for years and years and years, I just thought it was the norm going to work, having my stable income. I thought that was what was expected of me. I just thought that that was life, that you weren't really meant to love your work that much. And, you know, as long as you worked with great people and you didn't hate it every day, then you were onto a winner. And they are some of the biggest lies that we have ever been sold. So four years ago, I changed my life. I left behind the corporate world. I left behind the world I has I had always dreamt of having. The job that I always literally dreamt of 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 owning and being and and going to every single day. The world I always thought was successful. The job that everyone else approved of. The job that seemed on the outside like this glossy amazing, super cool thing. And now don't get me wrong, I didn't hate my job. Um, And for all of you out there who do absolutely hate your job, I am like, I, I, I take my hat off to you because I didn't hate my job. And that was also part of the problem when it came to moving, but I traded it all in. And I traded it in for a life that really, truly fills me up. I still pinch myself when I go to bed at night knowing that I don't need to set my alarm the next day. And that actually, if I want to wake up whenever I want to wake up, I can give my body the permission to do that. That I get to plan my days. I get to work from anywhere in the world. And I think a lot of people kind of sell the entrepreneur life. Don't get me wrong. They sell it as like, I get to go and get my hair done whenever I want. And I get to take days off whenever I want. And I get to travel the world with my work while 
whilst those things are amazing, of course there are struggles um, that every entrepreneur will face. And I will absolutely do an episode topic on the truth and the reality behind being an entrepreneur, because I think whilst it is phenomenal in so many ways, there are of course some, some hard things that you have to go through, you know, it's, it's all on you, but I traded it in and I traded it all in for a life that truly fills me up. And there is not a day that goes by where I don't, where I don't thank God for, for, for what I have and without forcing myself um, to work for a job that I don't love, the experiences that I get to have through my work, I am just so grateful for. And we have now helped hundreds of you also start your own life um, and transition into a new job that you adore and truly offers you fulfillment. And it's been one of the most rewarding elements um, over the last few months for us as a business. So before I kind of go into sharing my story a little bit, I just wanted to share with you guys that on the 10th of November, I will be holding my two hour live career change workshop again. Um, I'm going to be rehashing this workshop and going even deeper on some of the areas. And I'm going to be sharing with you exactly how you can start to make your move and transition into a job that fills you up with more purpose, fulfillment, and passion, one that utilizes your own skills and passion, one that shares the values that you have and the lifestyle that you want. If you cannot make it live, you will have access to the workshop replay if you purchase it. And if you are listening to this after the 10th of November, you still will be able to head to our website and access the webinar and purchase it and purchase the replay. So I'd love to have you guys there. This is for you if you are someone who has even just had a little niggle of an idea that perhaps you're not in the right place and that you could potentially want to do something else, but you just have absolutely no idea how to make it happen. And this is also for the person who really does know what they want to do and they want to start making those steps to transitioning out, really looking at gaining an idea on what their purpose is, what their skills are, what their strengths are and how we can really truly navigate making that move. So today I wanted to actually share with you my story on how I did it and some of kind of like the top tips within that on how you can do the same. Because I know so many people maybe don't know my backstory around how I changed my career. Um, and also I think there's a lot of uh, nuggets of of juiciness in my story that a lot of you can take away when it comes to your own journey and where you currently are at the moment. So as a child, I was super sporty. I mean, like I was a tomboy. I was in all the teams that existed. I did horse riding. I did dancing. I did football. I did netball. I did basketball. Um, I was in the British cheerleading team. You name it. I did it. Um, and I want to go back this far because I think it all connects to like where I am right now. Um, so when people ask me what I wanted to do when I was older, I kind of was always different to the other girls. Um, there was this side of me that wanted to like get dressed up in heels and go to this amazing like corporate office. The movies made me want to do that. Um, but there was also this side of me that just wanted to be in sports forever. Um, and, um, I used to say that I wanted to own my own chain of gyms. Uh, and so from a young age, uh, I, you know, at, at college, um, I was, I was very academic at school, kind of always got by, did well without really having to put much work into it. Never really fulfilled my full potential because I didn't believe I was worthy of it. Um, when I went to college, I basically specialized in like PE, leisure and sports studies, all things sport related. And I started to work in a gym. 
Um, at the age of 15, I worked in the restaurant and in reception so that when I was 16 or 17, I was old enough to be able to go into the gym floor and I could do my personal training course. As I grew up, though, this more girly side came out of me and it was like I was a battle of fighting kind of the both of them. So I did my A-levels in sports management, PE, and I was one of the only girls in my class. Um, and my my teacher at the time was a real sexist horrendous human being and he just didn't really believe that girls could do sports and that you know he was always like you're very bright but um like this isn't you're not you know this isn't for you this environment this is the male dominated environment it was an absolute pig um and then when I went to universities all the courses I were looking at were sports and um you know what like I was looking at sports management um I really wanted to be a physiotherapist but I didn't have the um I didn't have the science a level Um, And I also, the other A-level that I did was also psychology, which is also really incredibly interesting to know for now. Uh, I didn't really see how the dot connected. I was just really interested in people and human behavior, but I had a really bad teacher. Again, the teachers weren't great. Um, And it really put me off the subject. Now, when I went to look at university, every single course I applied for was sports related. And then I went and looked at Bournemouth University and I randomly just, I felt this niggle like something wasn't right. Like I just didn't want to be the only girl in a class, in an all boy class anymore. Like I didn't, I knew I didn't want to be a PE teacher. So I couldn't really see how those courses were going to take me into, and actually being a PE teacher now, I probably would have absolutely loved. Um, But I just, there was something that like in my heart just didn't feel right, but it was against everything that I knew. You know, I'd spent years kind of being sports and sports led and wanting to go into sports presenting or whatever it might be. And there was this heart, led niggle that found me I think I went for a friend we found ourselves in a in a lecture uh, where they were pitching and presenting around doing advertising and marketing course and I was so engrossed with it all and I realized that some of the sports units that I absolutely loved at college were those kind of like um, sports management sports sponsorship and events so I randomly massively took a massive risk. I completely just came home and I said to my mum, I don't know if I want to do sports and, and, and sport management or anything like that anymore. Like I was really interested in this marketing degree and I just took a leap of faith. I followed my heart and I went into it and the course was incredible. Um, it was super realistic. There was lots of pitching, lots of presenting, lots of real life briefs. I absolutely adored the whole thing. It was the best thing I ever did. And at this point, sports went out of the window. I like completely rejected. I left all my teams. I left my the UK cheerleading team. I kind of didn't really go to the gym that much. Um, and I just obviously became a uni student that enjoyed the uni life. Um, and I, I then started to really indulge in the marketing and the sales. And I saw myself wearing heels and going to work in like these corporate offices. And most of my friends went into PR and I chose to go into sales. And I had always loved magazines. I'd always been really obsessed with the magazines. And I'd always like wanted to work for Elle and Harper's Bazaar. This was like the girly side of me. So I applied for a job at Hearst Magazines, who own all the major magazine um, that you will know of Elle, Harper's Bazaar, Women's Health, Men's Health. Um, and I applied for a job there in their sales team. So selling the advertising space, didn't really know what I, it was just there where their grad teams were. So it wasn't necessarily that I wanted to do that. It just was the way in, in the company and I landed the job. Um, and I started and I absolutely loved the environment. There was like 30 of us in our department. Everyone was young, fresh out of uni sales and marketing in that media world is like full of going out and drinking, taking clients out, which is the most amazing environment. And I got promoted really quickly um and I started to move my way up in the in the team 
And then um, I found myself, I, d- I didn't want to go for all the individual that, jobs that came up. So I just kept getting promoted within my department. And then this job came up and it was actually the manager of the department. And my manager was leaving and it kind of like really hit me. Um, and everyone kind of looked at me and they were like, you know what, you should totally go for this. Like, you kind of do this job anyway and you're so totally ready. And I was like, well, me, I'm like 23, no way. Like, not a chance. I'd never get a job like this. And I kind of like settled down and didn't even think about applying and then the manager came over to me and he said listen I've heard a lot of people talking about the fact that they think that you should do this job and I there's no one else I'd rather have take my place when I leave there's no better hands I'd rather put it in and I was like oh um okay and this voice inside of me was just like well who am I to go for a job this big I knew I could do the job and I knew that with some support I could definitely change things and I was in the I was in the department I knew all the things that were going well weren't going well but I felt like a bad person for even feeling like I was capable of doing it um but when he said it to me it gave me this spark and I thought you know what there's nothing to lose so I went for the job and I was up against 30 and 40 year olds who had been in the industry for like 10 15 years and the department director came to me and he said listen yes those people have experience but we love how we do things here and you know how we do things here and you've been in it and you know how to change things and I got the job so there I was 24 managing a team of 30 people a budget of 4.5 million it was everything I'd ever dreamed about and I absolutely thrived in that environment But as I started to um, be there at the same time, I'd got really ill. Um, I had a lot of food intolerances, had all my life and I was gluten intolerant, dairy intolerant. And I I felt this urge that I I really was missing all the sports in my life. I was missing that hobby and and the fitness industry. And so I started sharing what I was learning around the food that I was eating Um, how I was overcoming my food intolerances. Um, And it was all a bit of an accident. It was a hobby. So I want you to take note there of that. It was a bit of an accident. It just was something that I enjoyed. I followed a passion of mine with absolutely no expectations of what I wanted to come out of it. I just started blogging, sharing what I was learning. I realized that a lot of the girls in my team also struggled with IBS and food intolerances. So they were reading my blog. Then as I started to indulge in the health and the wellness side of it, I just fell back in love with working out, going to the gym and exercising. And then I started to find this whole world that I was like in love with. Now, bearing in mind back then, um, I think Instagram had only just started. There weren't influencers. People didn't have loads of followings. People certainly weren't getting work out of it. And I was just sharing what I was learning. And I then started to build a bit of an audience up. I started to naturally build connections in the space just because I was in PR. I was in sales. So I was used. I knew the meaning and the, 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 the joy that comes from connecting with people and collaborating with people. Before I knew it, I was leading a double life. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before I knew it, I was training as a personal trainer. Um, and I started to take on clients on the side. Um, and I was peating clients in the morning, lunchtime, afternoon, whilst then going to my job. And I was so confused because I loved both. And I felt like I had this, it wasn't, it wasn't even that I loved both. I was, I was, I enjoyed my other job because I loved the people that I work with. I had the most amazing boss who literally gave me so much flexibility and freedom. Um, and, um, he was like my shining light, my guardian angel. He was like, I can see how much you love doing what you're doing over there. I want to give you the flexibility to be able to, as long as your team, uh, you know, are succeeding here and we're doing well and we're hitting our targets, then I give you full permission to be late to work a little bit, um, leave early, go to events during time. Like I was sent this massive, beautiful gift from the universe because I opened up to what I really wanted and I was given a bit of flexibility and freedom, but I was living this double life. I had this flexibility, so I knew I could be a little bit late, I could go to meetings in the day, and so I was terrified of letting that go because I was so grateful that I was earning an income whilst I was able to to pursue my hobby. So another point there I really want you guys to note, I had an income with it in a job that wasn't stressing me out. It wasn't taking up all of my time. It was all right. It wasn't filling me up, but it was great. It was good enough whilst I was able to pursue a passion and a hobby without putting any pressure on needing to make the money and being in that needy energy. So, but I was terrified of doing this fitness stuff, like as a, like, you know, being a personal trainer compared to being a corporate director of a company my head couldn't handle that because all the things that I deemed of being successful, I had this, I was on this trajectory. Everyone was looking at me in the corporate company being like, she's going to be a director one day. Like she's going to go here. And you know, there was all these promises of a good salary. I was already on a great salary. So to me, I was like, how is this possible? How is this possible earning this kind of salary from a personal training career and a health coach career? Um, and I got to the point where I was just exhausted. I had got my PT qualification. I was working hundred hours a week. I was so dead and but I just wasn't sure I could ever earn enough in that other in that other career in the in the passion project. And I started to see that I actually began to dread going to work. A lot of the girls that I had then worked with and started to manage all started to leave. Um, there was a lot of negative energy. A lot of the company were making a lot of um, structural changes and we had a lot more red tape around us and I was starting to wake up every day and hate it. The next thing that happened was that I started to personal train a lot of the women in my corporate company. So that's another thing I want you guys to little take note of that your clients sometimes are going to come from the least expected places, i.e. the community that you already have. A lot of my personal training clients came from people I went to school with and also people that I was working with. And one of them happened to be the marketing director of the company. And I started to tell her what I wanted to do. And she was like, oh my God, like you're amazing. And the blog became a bit of a magazine, obviously, because I was working in a magazine. So Alternatively Healthy was born. And it was an online wellness magazine that was written by leading experts. I, I saw that there was a gap in this market, that it was um, that, you know, people that I knew that were writing some of the health columns in the magazines literally were not health qualified in any way, shape or form. And they were just utilizing influencer content and expert content. So I created this online wellness hub and it, I started to reach out to a bunch of different people to get them to write. 
She then became a mentor to me, this client, and she was like, you are amazing. She, I pulled together a business plan because they'd kind of got wind of it at work and I was led a bit, this is another story which I won't go into, but I was led down a bit of a garden path with them that they maybe perhaps publish my online wellness magazine and, and, and make something of it. And she saw my business plan and she was like, you've got to get out of here. You've got to go do this on your own. Like they're only going to utilize all of your skills. Your, this place is too big for you. And she just gave me this like little bit of a nugget of like, this is some of the best work I've ever seen. Go do this on your own. So she was a mentor to me. So again, another thing for you to, to note there, guys, I got a mentor. I didn't mean to get one, but I immersed myself in people and opened myself up to having people support me and help me and guide me along the way. So another mentor for me. And she kind of said to me, I know where you're at. You're going to be ready to leave soon. And like, uh, one day you'll just know. You'll just know. But I began to get really sick again. I got anxious. I felt this, um, my director was putting a lot of pressure on me saying like, there's no need for you to go. You earn a good salary here. We need you here. We had a complete restructure at, at work and the girls and my team were kind of looking at me like, we adore you. You can't go anywhere. You can't leave us. And this fear just crippled me. And for six months, I was just crying myself to sleep every night because the fear of going to do what I loved just overrid me. It just was too much to handle. I couldn't, I just couldn't cope with it. Hadn't saved enough money because uh, nobody told me to. And that was my money story. And I didn't even think that being a PT could be a full-time thing. Um, and she kind of just said to me, look, one day you're going to know and you're going to take that leap of faith. And then the inevitable happened. The universe got involved. I remember being on my knees in the bathroom floor, literally on my knees being like, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. I can't do this double life. I want to follow my passion and my heart, but it goes against everything I know. It lets people down. And then the universe kind of threw something my way that gave me no choice but to make a decision. My director got made redundant. My light, my shining, like guardian angel, the guy that had always been there, he got made redundant. They had a huge switch up. They wanted my team to move into somewhere else. Um, they wanted me to take on my director's role, didn't give me a pay rise, which definitely helped my decision. Um, and they wanted me to do his job. They asked me to, you know, I, I had a, an amazing point there to go, I need to, I can step up. I can step up and at 26, I can be a director of an entire department. This is going to be amazing for me. And I sat there and I went, do I want this? Do I really want this? And at the time, my team was like, oh my God, you can't leave us. We need you to find us someone else. If like, there was just so much pressure on me and it all got too much. And during this last six months where I was so low, I'd been indulging in a lot of personal development books. And I kept looking at these thought leaders and they were all saying the same thing to me. I was kept getting these, I kept getting these signs to take risks, to trust, to leap, to follow your heart. Like the universe was giving me everything. It like completely swept up beneath me, my like stability job. And I just all like, it just was killing me. During this time, me and my uh, best friend, my house, my housemate, we started a little business together. We just naturally started supporting other businesses and, and like connecting them to people. And, uh, and someone told me, like one of our dear friends said to us, you know, you should be charging for this. And so we took on our first client and started to do some social media support for them, some guidance for them, some consultancy, some business support and connecting them to other people to grow their brand. And then one day I just woke up. It was just before Christmas. And I was like, I kept putting it off. I was like, I'll do it in the new year. I'll do it in the new year. And something just woke me up in the middle of the night. And I was like, why would I have Christmas worrying about making my decision and handing in my notice? I'm just going to do it now so that I can rest, take Christmas off, and then start the new year fresh work without having to start the new year with a big decision on my hands. And I just woke up one day and I just felt such peace 
and clarity and calm and I just knew it was time I just knew it was time to hand in that notice of mine and follow my heart and it was it was such a combination of things someone had said to me that week hey listen look if it doesn't work out then what happens like what's the worst case scenario and I realized worst case scenario was I was going to have to move back in with my mum I realized life wasn't that bad I had that beauty of being able to do that and I just woke up and knew. And I walked downstairs and I saw the, the marketing director who was like my mentor and I smiled and she was like, oh my God, you're ready, aren't you? And I was like, I'm ready. And I knew it was I was going to leave behind a shit show. Like they just moved my department. They deliberately kind of got rid of my director because they were like, oh, she'll do it. Becky will do it. We can train her up. And I left them completely in the lurch. But they had pushed me so far. And I handed in my notice and I knew I was ready and I followed my heart. And I'd got myself a job on the side with my housemate that I knew was going to bring me some income again. Not necessarily on personal training, but I sat there and I went, I already have this many PT clients it's never going to be enough to be able to help me move. But I know that I'll have five more days a week to be able to work on getting more clients. I can put more love into getting more clients. So I'm going to trust that that's there. Um, I got myself a little bit of stability to pay my rent by getting starting this business with my friend. Um, we had already a few clients in the, in, the, in the pipeline that meant that I was going to be okay for a couple of months to pay my rent. So I made sure that I had about three months ahead of me that I knew that I was going to be supported. And I just woke up and I jumped and I handed my notice in and I followed my heart. And ever since then, the universe has supported me. There are now no, like no days, no days whatsoever where I, I don't look back and realise that that was the best thing I ever did. And I wish I'd done it sooner. I trusted the process. I trusted the passion and the purpose that I was fulfilling. I had no game plan as to, I had a game plan as what I wanted my vision to be. And I, you know, at that time it was alternatively healthy. Never in a million years did I think I was going to end up being a business coach. But let me connect those dots. I am a business coach and a life coach. I am obsessed with supporting people and understanding their psychology. I support wellness experts. Every single dot connects. Every single dot connects right back to me being sporty, right back to me needing to go and do my corporate career, um, my corporate advertising uh, degree, because I needed to learn how to build a business, to market myself, to brand myself. That's now what I help other women do, brand themselves, sell themselves, speak confidently, share their story confidently, show up confidently, go on live stories, like launch things. Like all of that came from that random follow of my heart, but I did a different degree to what I'd ever thought I was going to do. That time in that corporate company that I'd always dreamt of doing taught me, A, not only was my dreams of what I thought successful, perhaps not the truth of what I really wanted, but it also taught me how to employ people, how to manage staff, how to run a business, how to know what it takes to manage a team, how to know what it takes to hit budgets and forecast financially, how to run a business. Then along the way, I had mentors throughout. I opened myself up to people that kept me accountable, showed me my worth, gave me wisdom and knowledge and nuggets. I would never have been able to do it without those mentors along the way. I knew I could do the job, but I made excuses in every step of the way. 
There was so much that made that big jump doable. I already had my qualifications in place. So whilst I was working in my corporate career, I got my qualification as a personal trainer. I already, I took, I immersed myself in the environment and I started to get to know the industry and get to know as many people as I could in the industry. Having that financial stability supported me to not be in a needy energy with my hobby. It allowed that to be a hobby and it, it and that hobby then evolved and grew. And you often hear about this with many, many successful people that often it wasn't forced, it just happened. Me becoming a business coach after becoming a personal trainer just happened because I built a good business and people, and I was working with all of these experts, the experts started to ask me for support. Then I started to realize we had this community of experts that I could support. Every single dot along the way, guys, has connected. It has completely connected. Running Alternatively Healthy, we, we don't put as much energy into it now, but it was so pivotal for me to build a name as a, as a business owner in the industry, to build a name amongst all of these experts. And we're going back round full circle now to working with all of our experts and building a platform to give them the, the space to share their content. So back, back round to what my original business plans were. But there was a lot that had gone on. So the biggest thing I'm going to say to any of you guys is if you are in a job right now that you don't love and you think that there's something else out there perhaps for you, firstly, you've got to thrive where you are. You've got to thrive exactly where you are right now, make the most out of it, see the good in it and utilize the time to be able to pursue your hobby. Immerse yourself in the environment that you want to move into, get to know all there is that you want to know. Quit worrying what other people are going to think of you or what you always thought you should be doing, what you always thought success did mean what your parents think it meant when I moved my mum was like I want you to fulfill your career I fulfill your dreams I always have but I'm worried about money and I'm worried about this and I'm worried about that and you've you know you could do so well and there's been many many times where she's gone don't you wish you could go back to corporate and it's only now that she's like I am so proud of you for continuing to follow your heart your purpose your dreams to help others because look at what you've created now there is not a day guys that I have not looked back and I am now in a job that fills me up with so much joy, so much passion, but you've got to change what you believe to be true about work, what you believe to be true about what you deserve, and you've got to create an action plan for what you want. You've got to start and move, making moves, doing things that are going to support you to that career growth. I indulged in workshops. I indulged in personal development. I got myself mentors. Even when I was a personal trainer, I had a personal training mentor. It, you can't create without having people to keep you accountable and an action plan. But most importantly, I followed my passion and I let it evolve into what it was meant to. So I really hope sharing that story kind of helps you and supports you and maybe gives you some inspiration. There was a lot that went on behind me handing in my notice. There wasn't just a jump and a leap of faith. I was taking many, many little steps along the way that made that big step doable. And I spent six months sitting on the decision until I was at the point where I was like, oh my God, I just have to follow in my heart and I don't care what happens because this is my heart before I jumped. And there are a lot of coaches out there saying, you've got to jump, you've got to take these risks and like not worry about that. You really need to lean into it, feel into it, do your due diligence, do your work, do your research, get a mentor, indulge in a workshop. So if you are having that niggle of there's something else out there for you, even if it is not to become an entrepreneur, even if it is just to follow your heart a little bit more and do something that you love 
every single day without all of the fears of financial income, what other people are going to think of you, whether you might be a failure. I had to break through all of those thoughts and those beliefs. Then please, please join me on my career change webinar where I'm going to help you break free from those fears, get really clear on what those fears are for you, what your stories around your career are for you. We're going to look at how you can truly utilize your transferable skills, your values, your beliefs, and find a job that connects with that, how you can start to find your purpose and the steps that it's really going to take. We're going to help you create an action plan on how to make it doable and to give yourself goals to make it happen. There is so much that we cover in this career changing workshop. 70% of our attendees that joined us last time have indulged in a course or started something new or made a move since doing our workshop. Um, So please, please, please go and check it out. I would love to see you there. The link will be in the bio of this of this podcast episode, it's the litbusinessacademy.co.uk forward slash career change. Please come and join us. I'd love to see you there. And for anyone who has got that niggle in their heart, following your purpose, your passion and your heart is one of the best things that you can do because you deserve to live a fulfilled life in every way and shape and form. All my love and my light. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review and share us. Um, And I'm sending you guys so much love. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please don't forget to head to beckyrabin.com to access all of my blogs and free downloads. And for all business owners, head to getlitinc.co.uk to access all of our online workshops, bundles and courses to help you grow your business. In the meantime, please do rate and review our podcast so that we can keep bringing you more motivation motivational litness. Thank you so much again for listening. Go and get lit, hun. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.